It's This Week in Bourbon, the Devil Gold Standard and Whiskey Podcasts. And here's your headlines for April 21st, 2023. Heaven's Door plans to open a new distillery in Pleasureville, Kentucky. Buzzard's Roost Sippin' Whiskey has announced the opening of the Buzzard's Roost Whiskey Row Experience in downtown Louisville. And Barrel Craft Spirits will add rye to its already expansive private release offerings. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com. And you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. And they're off for another Give 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to NoseYourBourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Everybody, welcome back to This Week in Bourbon. It's a very special all-gold edition of This Week in Bourbon, so I want to start off and say hats off to you. Master Blender for reeling in two gold medals for Pursuit United this well, past week. It's all about the quality control, having you put me in check. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, our little pee on brand uh, competing with the big, you know, some of the good, you know, bigger brands out there. So that that's always, it's good to get that validation that you, you feel like you belong. You know, I think if anyone has listened to our other <laughs> podcast behind the pursuit if you uh, if you're interested in learning what it takes to be a bourbon brand and like all the emotional roller coaster that comes with that and like just getting punched every day uh go listen to that <laughs> at, go listen to that podcast but anyways that's our uh, last episode where we basically 
dogged on our own concept and we're like, do we suck? Is this wrong? And then thankfully we've got a lot of great listeners out there and we've been getting all kinds of emails saying, no guys, what you're doing is great. I believe in the vision. Keep going. Don't stop. It was funny because yeah, we got this double gold announcement on what Friday. And I think like we had just like recorded that last Tuesday or Wednesday and it's like, Oh, never mind. We're not we're not depressed <laughs> anymore, you know. But uh everything's fine. Everything's fine. It is cool that uh yeah, again double gold for both expressions. It's uh honoring and humbling and shows that we're uh, holding our own in the 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 game of this whiskey space. So, if you haven't tried us, give us a shot, you know. I mean, tell us if you think San Francisco a bunch of idiots. I don't know, you know. You you be the judge, like Kenny said. There we go. That's what I was about to say. It was we we were sitting there brainstorming because we have this whole like PS campaign. You know, it's not like a PS I love you, but it is kind of like that sort of campaign going on, and we're just trying to figure out going, gosh, like how do we talk about this? What do we do? And we probably had forty different ideas going back and forth. And I was like, I think I got it. And it's like PS, you be the judge. And I think that's good. I, and I really hope people do. It's like, you know, we talk about on the show all the time how award shows are just marketing engines. They are sometimes just pay to play. And yeah, it's a necessary evil in this world. But damn it, does it feel good to actually win one every once in a while? And the thing is, everybody's paying to play. So we're paying to play with everyone else. So, yeah, you know, all the good brands that everybody loves are in there. So we, it makes us feel good that we're right there with them, you know, with double golds. You know, it's 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 nice. It's uh, yeah. I can't wait to get the medals. I'm going to wear them everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to order two of them. I want a medal to wear, too. I'm be like Flava Flav, walking around. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you ever had this growing up. Did you remember, like, the bluegrass sports games in Kentucky growing up? No. Oh, you didn't, you didn't go to that? I mean, it was basically everybody in Kentucky. It was for, I think, like middle school and under you had bluegrass sports games actually i think it was for all ages and it was kind of like it wasn't like the olympics but you had all the sports and anybody could go and compete in any sport you could you know bring in your soccer team you can go do wrestling you can go do whatever and you it's basically this a big exhibition tournament that's always out there for a bunch of different sports and yeah that's what that's what we did growing up and now it kind of makes me feel like that i was like i'd always come home with like three or four medals uh, from doing something. I was just like, where, where I'm around, where I'm at school, feeling all proud of myself. Yep. That's going to be me for the next uh, couple of months as soon as we get them in. Actually, at this point, I think we're we're done submitting then, right? Like we got the two double golds. Like we'll just stop there. Yep. We're just, we'll be Go like, uh, we're not going to be like Tom Brady and come back and you know, just <laughs> barely make the playoffs and then get exit on the first round. We're going out on top. We know our limits. Yep. We're going to go ahead and hang that up. 2023 San Francisco Spirits, double gold, Pursuit United Bourbon, and Pursuit United Rye. So very cool. It is very cool. Yep. Uh, other upcoming stuff, Ryan, give uh, folks an update on the auction and benefit that you're you're working on as well, so people are aware of it. Yes. Thank you for asking, because um, I forgot to mention that last week, because we got a lot of emails from our fans and audience and people in the industry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. It's been extremely, uh, uh, just it's just been e- extremely emotional couple weeks, and then, but everybody just kind of helping out, put lending their hand, wanting to contribute in some way. But we've got this epic. Uh, that I, I know that word gets used a lot, and I don't. <laughs> but th- this auction is going to be one of one to 
top of the books. I mean, we got Willett Family Estates. Drew Coles Veen was nice enough to give us that. We got a 17-year Willett Family State. We've got a Willett Family State for the Pope. Um, we got- That King, we talked about on This Week in Bourbon. That we talked awesome. about This Week in Bourbon and uh, Father Jim Shako. I hope I'm saying that right. If not, I'm sorry. But uh, thank you for your graciousness. And then we got King of Kentucky, 18-year. You know, there was only like a couple hundred bottles of those that we have. We have a King of Kentucky 15-year. We got birthday bourbons. We got Weller, CYPD, Orange, Red, all the colors of <laughs> Wellers. We got Van Winkles. We got Met for Meat Church donated a barbecue cooking class, which those sell out, you know, instantly online. So uh, we got Barstown Bourbon Company. We got Michter's, uh, Brown Foreman, Heaven Hill. All and I, I'll have a list of sponsors on the site, but I can't thank this bourbon community enough and just how supportive they've been of this to help support our friend. Um, Josh Barrick and his family, um, you know, he was lost in the mass shooting. Uh, so we're having an awesome auction. It's going to be launched uh, this Monday, which is May the 1st, and it'll run for two weeks. And so there'll be a $50 uh, buy-in, which will kind of give you access to certain prizes. And they'll all be on the website. And then there'll be a $100 uh, buy-in that gives you uh, access to the more uh, rare um, bottles and experiences. So, uh, yeah, can't I, I, I left off a ton of names. You know, Beams and Tory stepped up, Brown Foreman, all the all the big players, and can't thank everyone enough. So, and appreciate everyone's support for sure. Looking forward to getting that rolling. I know you've been spending a lot of time. And oh my gosh, flexing your web development skills to try. Oh, and get yeah, as well. I, it's yeah. I'm trying to build this charity site out and like i spent like eight hours on it and then kenny i was like kenny can you help me and like he did what i was trying to do in like 20 minutes and i was like i should i didn't want to bother you but i should have just contacted <laughs> well, you from the get-go it's uh it it's it, it took years for me to figure out how to do that so quickly so that's that's, that's true. what it took so. that's fair enough it's like yeah it's like a long See, question from you exactly you can come to me with that i'm gonna ask you what the hell's wrong with my yard and you're gonna answer it in 10 seconds instead of me spending three hours trying to google it and then i'm gonna buy some uh some sort of product and you're gonna get mad at me because i sprayed it on the lawn and i killed parts of it because that's a true story that happened one time. yeah I, that, nothing made me more mad when i showed up and kenny has white plotches everywhere in his yard i was like what the hell are you doing he's like well i saw a few weeds and i just i was like no <laughs> you, you, i bought commercial grade stuff <laughs> like what are you doing and then i saw him like on a facebook message trying to give advice on like what he had just sprayed like this is what you sprayed and i was like no you just turned your <laughs> your yard white doing that but anyways i digress yeah uh, don't follow me for your long care tips that's for sure yeah but one more thing um is uh it's pre-derby week so next week we're going into derby um it's going to be an awesome week we'll be at the track wednesday i'll be there friday um it's a really special week here in louisville but if you're coming in town and you're ready to party uh have a good time doing the derby thing or bourbon trails or this or that and i'm a huge fan of and people can say i'm an alcoholic whatever i don't care a huge fan of like IV hydration. So if you're like coming in town and you're looking to get after it, um, Oasis Hydration is who I partner with and use to, to uh, anytime I know that I'm going to like 
Have for a your good own. time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. Well, I know I have a this good is time. not a Burnt Pursuit sponsored thing, by the way. No, no, this no. It's not. Brian, but I'm Brian's just, own. Yeah. We're, we're not getting paid by him, but like if you're just coming here and you're looking to be responsible and have <laughs> have professional hydration, uh, Oasis Hydration is who I use because it's a long week. I mean, once I make it through Derby Week, I get to like Sunday. I'm just like, I need like a month vacation. <laughs> Yeah, plus, uh, if you haven't done so yet, make reservations for wherever you're going to go, whether it's dinner or anything like that, uh, do that. And I haven't even looked at the post times or anything like that, so I guess we'll have to give our, our derby bets next week. Oh, gosh, I have no idea. Like, Yeah, I don't know even sure who's running in it. So next week, we'll come back, we'll give you our, our derby bets. Always wait till they do the post positions, and then, you know, it makes me feel like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. Nope. Bet five on five in the fifth. That's my dad's <laughs> old adage right there. Well, the odds are probably in your favor, just like anything else. Yep, for sure. Uh, and then last little update that I have is we are also looking for one more ambassador in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So if you're in the Fort Worth, Texas area, could use your assistance on being all good things United Ambassador-ing, if that's a word. So feel free to reach out, Kenny at PursuitSpirits.com. We'll get you hooked up with some other cool stuff. But with that, you ready to start the bourbon news? Let's do it. I'm excited. Here we go. So the first headline of the day is that Heaven's Door Spirits, of course, you know them, the ones that were founded by Bob Dylan, they've announced to plan a new distillery in Pleasureville, Kentucky, which, by the way, I've never heard of Pleasureville before. So <laughs> I had I'm, learning, <laughs> I'm learning new things about my own home state. I had to Google. I thought they were just making up like it was like Ron Burgundy's <laughs> town. Take me to Pleasure Town. You know? <laughs> See, I thought it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Where like they go and like ride on the <laughs> rainbow on, and yeah, stuff like exactly. that. <laughs> <laughs> Heck, it might be. They might have rainbow painted streets. So located over 160 acres of rolling hills astride Six Mile Creek, the picturesque property is once owned by Squire Boone, the brother of legendary frontiersman Daniel Boone. Quietly under development since 2017, the distillery has been producing small batches of exceptional bourbon on its own custom Vendome still since 2018. The Heaven's Door Distillery features two separate still houses, each in its own towering western horse barn, It'll be a visitor center with tasting rooms and lounges overlooking the valley and Six Mile Creek, an 18th century grist mill, two 18th century cabins, and a Morvian barn, all of which have been painstakingly restored. Heaven's Door Distillery plans to open its doors to the public in September 2023. And Ken Pierce, he's an industry veteran, was brought on as master distiller to lead the project from design through distillation. Ken began his illustrious career with Barton Brands, initially working as the senior chemist to director of distillation and eventually becoming master distiller. Ken was instrumental in the development of the 1792 small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and its limited release expressions. The project will help drive economic growth and opportunities in the county by creating more than 50 jobs and bringing tourism to the area. The distillery also plans to work with local farmers to source ingredients for its spirits, further strengthening its ties to the community. Well, that's... I'm excited about a grits mill and, you know. Oh, yeah. 18th century, yo. Yeah. Ken Pierce. I mean, that's a name I haven't heard in a while because um, he was at Barton. Gosh. Um, I think even like Greg Davis was there at Barton maybe at one time um, working under him. I don't know. It's been a while since I've heard his name come up. But uh, legendary master stiller there at Barton. But uh, gosh, I had something funny and cool to say. And then I got distracted by the Ken Pierce. And I was looking at my, 
Well, I can tell you at least some factual stuff. I remember the rumblings of this happening. It had been, what, two or three months ago when people were like, there's another distillery that's being purchased right now. Have you ever heard of this? Six Mile Creek. I don't know who it is and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know. There's somebody talking about being purchased. Seems like every other week around here. So I haven't really paid attention to it. But uh, now cat's out of the bag. So not only is Heaven's Door doubling down, you know, they're going to have their huge church of stuff here in Nulu in Louisville, Kentucky, but... Now they're also going to have their own distillery and place in Pleasureville. So I, I don't I didn't look and see how far the drive is from Louisville. Yeah. Sounds like a nudist colony or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's that exactly what they're going for. <laughs> yeah. They're like, God dang it, guys. Like all we wanted to do is figure out how to have just a nice good time talking about bourbon in Pleasureville, Kentucky. Yeah. So it is actually, it's not too far. It's only it's in 45 right? minutes. Yeah. It's only 45 minutes from here. That's not 47. Bad. If you want to, you know, sp split hairs. Yeah, we can do that. Near Eminence, Kentucky. Eminence. Okay. Gotcha. It's past Shelbyville. You got to, you got to get off. So you got to go, you got to go past bullet and then you just keep driving. Just make sure your buses are locked up because I hear catalytic <laughs> converters are... <laughs> Hot commodity out there. Yeah, they will get stolen. Yeah. But this is cool. I mean, uh, you know, Heaven's Doors kind of, you know, they, they've been sourcing from kind of all over the place. And it's interesting. I, th I thought they had like tons of barrels. It, it's interesting that they're signed to go make their own, you know, because you think like, okay, they had the, I, I get the place downtown, but it was just interesting. They're like, okay, we're going to go start making our own. Um and add that to our, I guess, our under our umbrella of the, the Heaven Store kind of brand yeah, who's or whatever. The, I'm trying to figure out who's the, the overarching company that, yeah, that owns Heaven like Store. Isn't it like the same people that were like had hands in Angel's Envy or something? Spirits, something group. Um, I can't remember what it is. I'll have to, I'll have to look it up because I know I've, I've worked with them before, but. Anyway, yeah, they, they own a few different brands under their, their umbrella. And yes, one of the founders of Angel's Envy, that's, I guess, one of the silent partners in the very beginning or something like that. Yeah, he has a he has a hand in all that, plus the a bunch of, I think there's like four or five different brands under the umbrella. But this is probably their their golden goose right here is really leaning in on the, the Bob Dylan thing, which I guess that must be doing pretty well if they're yeah. laying all this down. Yeah. If if I had to guess, and actually I'm not, I'm not going to guess because I'm going to be wrong because I would look at this and I would say, this is a very successful celebrity back brand. But then you look at Brothers Bond and you're like, well, I think <laughs> yeah. they talk about how much they're doing. But I, I feel that Bob Dylan would connect a lot more with the demographic of a lot more whiskey drinkers than Brothers Bond would. But that's just me being naive. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean- because Brothers Bond's doing like six figure cases, right? Something like that. And also, thanks to Logan in the chat, Spirits Investment Partners. That's who it is. Spirits Investment. Gotcha. Think Bob Dylan's going to be pulled Jimmy Russell sitting in the rocking chair in the gift shop. Come sit on my lap and I'll sign <laughs> I, you. I don't even think, I don't think he's tasted half the stuff that they've come out with. So <laughs> he's just like, use my name, send me checks. And <laughs> yeah. As long as, as long as the checks keep clearing, then we're okay. All right, let's keep talking here. So the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, and I also put this in here because, of course, we're also not only this week in bourbon, but this week in direct-to-consumer shipping. So 
Discus, they testified in the California Senate Governmental Organization Committee in favor of Senate Bill 277, which is a common sense measure that will help California laws meet consumer demand by providing fair treatment to spirits-based, ready-to-drink cocktails in the marketplace. The bill passed by a vote of 14 to 0. Discus is also throwing its back behind a bill in Maine, uh, which is LD 1695, which would allow direct-to-consumer spirits shipping in the state. The trade group testified and submitted a letter to the support to the Joint Committee of Veterans, sorry, on Veterans and Legal Affairs during a hearing in the bill on the bill this week. Interesting. So I guess the law in California is so RT, I guess canned cocktails can like fireball, for instance, you don't have to do the shenanigans of being malt versus vodka based or I mean, sorry, whiskey based or something. Or is that I wish I would have put more context in there but i'm sure it's one, i think it was one of those things that they want to be able to well they want to sell it in grocery stores right right I think no that's, no, that's where, what i mean because yeah. like you couldn't like you can't sell you know the vodka or spirits based in gas stations or grocery stores but you can sell the malt base which is shenanigans because right. they're the same abv and you know and beers have more abv in grocery stores you know than some spirits based cocktail or rtds so Give me my 12 to 14% stouts. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Blackout. Blackout juice. Yep. <laughs> that and meth. <laughs> Speedball. Uppers and downs. Yeah. Well, I said that because of our next story here. So this is this is funny. This has absolutely nothing to do with bourbon, but the Mexican Navy has seized almost 10 tons of liquid methamphetamine hidden in around 11,520 bottles of tequila intended for export. It said in a statement on Monday... Authorities located around nine and a half U.S. tons of the drug using sniffer dogs in a chemical identification system. After inspecting a container housing 960 boxes and the tequila bottles at the port of Manza, Manzanillo, a city in the western coast of Mexico. Samples were then taken to a Navy laboratory for further analysis where they were confirmed to be meth and the drugs were seized. Already this year, the Navy has seized and destroyed approximately 114 tons of meth in the statement that's noted. Sounds like a lot of meth. That <laughs> is, isn't it? That is. I've never seen it, just like on Breaking Bad or whatever. But I would assume, like, it's probably not blue. A little goes a long way. So, 114 tons sounds like a lot. Yeah, you're right. I haven't seen anything other than what you see on Breaking Bad. But I, I just put this on here because I go, well, oh, it's in tequila bottles. At least it's not bourbon. Yeah, I saw this in Mark Brown's newsletter. He's he's always talking about just like you know counterfeits and bad whiskey killing people and now meth yeah <laughs> i felt like this is this is right up our alley for a, a fun little news article to throw in here <laughs> i promise officers tequila it's not <laughs> <laughs> zip, zip, zip. <laughs> it's got the worm in the bottle <laughs> you should try it it's, it's it's doing its own like you know like scratching its neck in the bottle okay lime juice and triple sick have a margarita. So Brownwater Spirits, they're the maker of OH Ingram River Age Series. They have announced that thanks to the growing demand for its unique river-aged whiskeys, it has doubled its operation and moved to a larger facility in Columbus, Kentucky, which is yet another city I didn't know that existed in Kentucky. The expansion includes a second floating barrel warehouse, which brings in the total aging capacity to just over 6,000 barrels. The new location can also accommodate more than 15 additional floating barrel warehouses. Columbus is directly downriver from Wycliffe, where the Mississippi runs wild and deep. 
and you can easily see 50 feet of water level fluctuation in a season. In Ingram's River Age, new operations are located beside the gorgeous Columbus Belmont State Park, which is a 156-acre gym with a remarkable Civil War history that is a part of the U.S. National Register of Historic Places. The decision to invest so heavily in a small town in rural western Kentucky continues Ingram River's aged unique place within the industry. Columbus's population in 2020 was just 140 people, which is probably the reason why I didn't know what it is. Uh, inside the only floating barrel warehouses in the world, barrels of OH Ingram River aged whiskey spend their years exposed to the climate and constant motion of the Mississippi River. The unique aging environment combines heritage with innovation. The motion of the river ensures that the whiskey never stops working, creating an extraordinary spirit with less flavor, blah, blah, blah. We call it mellowed on the Mississippi. Yep. I've been through go. Wycliffe because I used to go on an annual canoe trip in Missouri in the Ozarks called uh, Jack's Fork River, and you had to drive right through Wycliffe. And I'm surprised they went south to Columbus. There's this town with absolutely looks like it's been decimated by a nuke town, nuke, like a nuclear missile or something called Cairo. I would have thought they could have bought tons of cheap land there and and used this. Just, I renamed the city. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you've been in this area, people will laugh at what I'm talking about. Kenny probably has no idea because I have. He, Do I need he, to bring it up on Google Maps or something and yeah, get a he, satellite view? Cairo is like, it's it's this interesting point. It's like where the, like Illinois, Kentucky, and Missouri, it's like they're all right there. It's in all, all three of them or something. Um, but it used to be this like hustling, bustling town, but now it's like there's nothing there. It's crazy. It's kind of scary. Is it Cairo, C-A-I-R-O? Yeah, Cairo, like Egypt. Like, okay. Well, let me, uh, let's get some, let's get some, uh, Layers there's a, here. There's a casino there. See. I remember something, some kind of crazy casino. But that's a. It's I mean, where I the. I see a volunteer firefighter apartment. I see a bunch of land, and that's about it. Yeah. So it's where the Ohio and the Mississippi. It's hardly. Be. It's hardly nuke level, Ryan. There's well, trees gotta, everywhere. No, you got to drive through the town. It looks like something, something like a bomb went off. Oh, you mean there's just there's just nothing there. It just looks like a like a small farm in town. That's all it looks like. I'm looking at the Cairo United Methodist Church right now. They mean the parking lot looks paved. Yeah, no one's attending. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it looks so good still. Yeah, I don't know why I'm rambling on about Cairo. I just remember driving through there and you know, being Brad like, says we're, "Brad says that we're saying it wrong. It should be Cairo." Cairo, of course. It's just like yeah. Athens and Athens, or uh, what's the other one? Versailles versus Versailles. Yeah, I was about to say that one as well. Yep. All See, right, somebody going here. All right. So this was also another headline: is that Buzzards Roost sipping whiskeys? They have announced the opening of their Buzzards Roost Whiskey Row experience in downtown Louisville. This is going to be at six twenty four West Main Street on Saturday, April 29th. The Buzzards Roots Whiskey Row experience stands out for its emphasis on education about the art and science of whiskey and why Buzzards Roost or whiskeys are different, thanks to the secondary maturation and proprietary barrels. Acclaimed bourbon expert and author Susan Riegler created three whiskey classes, and the author and educator uh, Heather Wibbles has developed three hands-on cocktail classes. Each class includes tastings and will be taught by trained whiskey guides. I kind of like that, whiskey guides. The 6,000-square-foot space also houses a 75-gallon Vendome pot still that will produce up to seven barrels of new make bourbon or rye per week, complementing Buzzard's Roost source whiskeys, which are currently rebarreled and bottled at Bardstown Bourbon Company in Bardstown, Kentucky. 
Tasting flights and cocktails will be available at the bar, and Buzzard's Roost whiskeys and other merchandise will be for sale. There will also be three exclusive limited edition release whiskeys available on opening day to celebrate the opening. And they are going to be, also it's limited, two of each. So you got a Founders 7-year-old barrel strength bourbon, it's $125. A Founders Select single barrel rye at $75. And a Founders single barrel bourbon at $75. You can also sign up for classes, tours, and tastings online at Buzzard's Roost Sip and Whiskey dot com just google for buzzards roost yeah this is awesome congratulations to jason this is i know they've been working on this for a while and i've been noticing it that they you know for the past year or so under construction and uh yeah really progressing you know it's just another cool whiskey offering you know downtown that's just not uh one of the big names so it's pretty cool you should check it out if you're in town and jason's a great guy has a great palate knows what he's doing about picking and maturing barrels he's got a cool thing going there with that independent stave company so uh yeah i I think it's awesome yeah i'm trying to look it up real quick and figure out when he was on the show for anybody that wants to know so he was on he's been on twice so the original one was episode 57 and that's before he started his brand that's when we started talking about because he was also the and he still is the owner of bourbon's bistro that's in uh frankfurt avenue area so if you ever come here it's a great restaurant to go to and that was before he had his his big old goatee now he's got his big old goatee that's his signature with his awesome awesome jeep as well he's got bronco one of the well, that's what it is, Bronco. One of the coolest vehicles around here that I was yeah. driving. But the last one was episode 386, so you can go and learn more about Buzzard's Roost in that episode. Yep. All right. And our last news article is that the Ryder Cup Europe and the PGA of America have announced a multi-year partnership that makes Elijah Craig the official bourbon and the worldwide supplier of the Ryder Cup. The Elijah Craig partnership will be showcased at the 2023 Ryder Cup which takes place at Marco Simone Golf and Country Club in Rome from September 29th through October 1st, and the 2025 Ryder Cup at Bethpage, sorry, Bethpage Black in Farmingdale, New York. Elijah Ooh, Craig Bourbon and Beth Rye Whiskey. I've never, you, you're a bigger golfer than me, so I've only got like five courses I know of, but this must be a big one. Yeah, that one, sorry, don't mean to interrupt you, but I played that because I went to Rutgers for turf management school and then went and played Beth Page Black. You have to walk it. You can't ride carts. And after like seven holes, I wanted to quit. It was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it because you can't hit the ball straight or you just don't want to carry your clothes? Well, no, it's just even, you can hit it straight. It's just, they're big breaks in the fairways and they're only like 30 to 40 yards wide. And then if you like just miss hit a fairway by like 10 yards, you're in rough. That's like eight inches thick. And then, if you hit into bunkers, you're like looking up about 20 feet and then you put it. And like, if you just miss the hole, it just goes back off the green and you're just like, I just feel like I'm just getting punished. I just paid $400 or $200 to get punished. And I got to walk and carry my clubs. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. You got a great experience and memory out of it. That's right. All right, let me finish this up. Real Sorry. Quick. Yeah, go ahead. So Elijah Craig bourbon and rye whiskey, as well as a custom Ryder cup signature cocktail, will be available course-wide at each event. And spectators will experience Elijah Craig throughout a prominent digital media presence and across PGA of America's and Ryder Cup social and digital channels, including custom content, run-of-site media, and authentic integration across social platforms. Ryder Cup and bourbon enthusiasts will also have the opportunity to purchase special bottlings of Elijah Craig to commemorate the 2023 Ryder Cup. 
So there we go. Yeah, life Craig's golf. like doubling down on golf. It's like heck yeah. They did the Pebble Beach thing, and uh, we got Max Homa. Yep. It's like, and then they got that. Gosh, I can't remember her name. She's like a broadcaster. Oh, yeah, like a yeah, yeah. You're right. Broadcaster on Golf Channel or one of those things. But yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's you know, I I'll drink some bourbon while golf, but if I drink too many, it's like it's like you can it's like golf's kind of one of those high noon or beer things because I I can usually like four to five beers or high noons like the swings on point, but like. Two bourbons is about it. Once you get to three or four bourbons, you're like, well, see you later. Yeah, I saved my bourbon for the back nine. <laughs> yeah, we just want to forget the round. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it works for me. Elijah like, Craig, when you just want to forget your round. <laughs> Elijah Craig, save me for the back nine. That's right. <laughs> that or uh, Brad's in the chat saying, or you can just get the cart girls coming by and passing out airplane bottles. That's yeah, that's... That's always when you're just like you're pissed because like you said like a par and then you quadruple bogey the last three holes <laughs> and you're like you're like just no put man me, just put me out of my misery. <laughs> <laughs> I should be at the lake. I never have a bad day at the lake. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's the the game that it's just so frustrating, but you can't stop playing. It's that's just how it is. You hit one shot, and you're like, oh, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in it, baby. Yeah. It's a lot like going in a bourbon brand. (laughs) Yeah, it's all the same thing. Yep. All right, let's go ahead. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with some bourbon release news. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S.com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com bourbon, all lowercase. And go to shopify.com bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today, shopify.com slash bourbon. Howdy, everybody. We're here with some bourbon release news, talking about all the new bottles that you need to add to your shelf, which including at the top of the show, your newest double gold winners, Pursuit United Bourbon and Pursuit United Rye. However, uh, Pursuit United Bourbon's sold out at Sealbox. We're, we, I don't know. We got to figure out when we're going to get some back in there again. Yeah, be summer before that comes out. But mm-hmm. lots of rye left. We need though. to 
we need to like time these a lot better for award season. <laughs> Because now that we're going to, we come out with this and we have nothing to sell. We're like, that's what well, happened with barley the shelves. We, we won yep. John Barleycorn Bourbon of the Year and they're like, uh, we're sold out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to restart this whole, we got to wait another year to sell all this shit because only people care about his awards. It's all right. We'll just keep hearing it home. Remember what Brad said is that we can put it on our website forever. That's We're right. forever double gold winners. Forever and never again. Now, it, We'll, we'll be repeats. We'll be back-to-back-to-back to back to back champs. How about that? Be like Kentucky cheerleaders. You know, it's like, you're back-to-back-back. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back-to-back. Back, 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 back to back. All right, let's talk some bourbon release news. Okay. So Buffalo Trace, they're continuing their exploration into oak tree varietals with the latest release in its old charter oak collection, and this is the Spanish oak bourbon. Harvested from the forest of northern Spain, the trees used in this year's experiment were made into staves that were seasoned outdoors before becoming barrels, that aged this unique whiskey. Spanish Oak Bourbon joins the four previous releases in the old Charter Oak series, including Chincapin, Mongolian, French, and Canadian Oak. While American Oak gives a softer, sweeter taste with notes of vanilla and caramel, European Oak, including the Spanish Oak varietal, is drier, spicier, and has a stronger wood input. Packaging for the Spanish Oak will remain consistent with the other releases, with an upscale look consisting of a glass bottle with a cork finish, and each bottle has an oak medallion on the front depicting the Charter Oak tree. Bottles are packaged in 750 mLs and available at a suggested retail price of $69.99. This will be available at select markets beginning in spring of 2023. Yeah, I yep. guess Buffalo Trace are the only ones that just didn't want to jump on Ambarana for this particular collection. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, Northern Spain's, a, you know, some of my most favorite wines come from Northern Spain in the Rioja region. But, uh, yeah, when you read it, I was like, oh, boy, are they doing Valencia? I was like, Penelope's not going to like that. You know, you do the <laughs> Spanish wood thing, but it's not a Spanish wine, it's Spanish wood. So, but, Yeah, it's like they use, like, what, Vino de Naranja casks or something like that. Something I probably can't pronounce properly. Definitely, I can't. If you can't, I can't. So <laughs> We don't stand a chance. But northern Spain's Spain's one of my favorite countries ever. I was just there in October, but... Um, I'd love to try this. Probably won't ever see it. You know, I was a big fan of, I've been a big fan of all these charter oak ones. They've been, the Chinqua pin one was kind of strange, but everything else is really good. And you know, it's, I find funny about this. It's, it's like Buffalo Trace, they go in, they do these releases, all this oak and everything like that. Yet it doesn't have this following where other people try to copy it. I know we've said it before is that in this particular industry, it's hard to, put IP on something or trademark something and say like, listen, we've done this and nobody else can do it because we're the first ones to do it and blah, 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 blah. But you don't see everybody else going like, we got to get some chinkapin oak, man. Cause like people are going crazy for it. No, like people aren't doing that. People are doing, they're just following the same trend as people are just like, should I say like Buffalo Trace is in their own circle. And then everybody else is in this other bucket where yeah, they don't even make like, any money on their wood <laughs> experiments. <laughs> It's like, I'm just saying it's like, you know, if everybody's doing like either toasted or maple or honey or whatever, Amberana, and then you've got Buffalo Trace over here is like, yeah, we're not doing any of that. Right. Yeah. They don't need to. That's refreshing. It um, is. You know, it's, but too, you don't ever, like, I've maybe seen, and it's never been at retail. It's always been at bars. I've maybe have seen five of these bottles in the wild. Ever? I don't think I've ever seen one in the wild. 
I've seen Frankfurt Avenue Liquors had a French oak, and then there was somewhere else. In, you, you know, are we saying for sale or just to try? Like, no, 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 just you know, buy by the poor on the bar. Yeah, okay. There I've seen go. like five bottles ever in the wild. I've never seen them on shelves or any other restaurant bar. It's just been in a few select places. That that's the. These got to be like really, really small runs. Yeah. Well, that or they just don't have a ton of barrels available. But remember when we did get to try a bunch of them was when we actually went to Buffalo Trace. That's true. And we recorded a podcast on it. So you can go pack Jack and it's episode 276. So we tasted, I think it was three or four of them at that time. It might have probably been three. It was Mongolia, Chiquipin, French, and Canadian. Oh, yeah. So we did them all. That Canadian oak was. But then I think you learn is that there's a reason there's only American French oak because all those other types of woods leak so bad that they're like, it's not worth the the investment. Well, at that case, you should probably just like just use the staves, throw them in a stainless steel tote and just let it age that way and get some flavor imparting from it. That would be smarter, but everybody wants to do the old traditional way. <laughs> All right, let's keep going here. So speaking of different kinds of cask finishes, so I guess you could call them the OGs of the honey cask finish. This is Nelson's Greenbrier. Oh, yeah. They have announced the return of Nelson Brothers honey cask finish. And this coveted spirit will launch on Saturday, May 27th at the Marathon Village Distillery with a special event offering cocktails, food trucks, and exclusive merchandise for purchase. Nelson Brothers Honey Cask Finish is the result of Nelson Brothers Barrels, Coated, and True Bee Honeys, Wildflower Honey, curated in Arrington, Tennessee. The bourbon is added back to the Honey Finish Barrels for eight months to create one of the brand's most celebrated products. It's bottled at 107.2 proof and has an SRP of $200. However, a portion of the proceeds are going to the Tennessee Beekeeper Association. To be honest, I've, I haven't had any honey expressions besides theirs and. I think theirs is really good. I, I did really like it. Yeah, I think the this was easily the ones that kind of started the ball rolling, and then all of a sudden it was on all the secondary markets, and then people were trading like $500 for flavored whiskey, and we're going like, what the hell just happened to bourbon? Right. It is kind of funny. I, someone's, I think I've said this before. They're like, you know there was like wild turkey honey and Evan Williams honey forever, that's like ten dollars, <laughs> like a pint. Ten dollars a bottle. That tastes pretty similar, <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't think they're aging it in honey barrels, though. Oh no, it's no, it's flavor man honey. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's absolutely not honey barrels, but I guess if you want to be more of a, I'd call it a purist, but this is more of a purist route of being able to do it. But like I said, we've had it before. We got to sit. Oh, down, it's fantastic. Yeah, with them, and it's 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 actually a really good release, and you're kind of like, well. I guess there is something to this. Yep. All right, let's keep going here. So North Carolina's whiskey history is as long as the Catawaba Rip. I'm a Catawaba. 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 All right. And Southern Distilling Company continues to reignite that rich tradition with the launch of Hunting Creek Straight Rye Whiskey. It's a bottled and bond release that commemorates that celebrates the rye whiskey sold at the turn of the century. Southern Distilling Company founders Pete and Vienna Barger hope to introduce more whiskey lovers to North Carolina's storied distilling legacy with Hunting, Hunting Creek Straight Rye Whiskey. 
as it debuts later this month. In the late 1800s, hundreds of federally licensed farm distilleries surrounded the Statesville region and supported the major rectification companies that were shipping spirits out on the rail lines along the East Coast. Prohibition hit Statesville early in 1903, shutting down a robust industry, but the spirit lived on. Inspired by heritage, tradition, and ingenuity of Statesville, Southern Distilling Company obtained the Hunting Creek trademark and set out to restore another piece of local heritage. It's bottled 100 proof and aged for a minimum of four years. The first Hunting Creek straight rye whiskey bottled and bond release is distilled in Statesville with a mash bill of 51% rye, 39% corn, and 10% malted barley with an SRP of $50. I like that mash bill. I have heard wonderful things about uh, Southern Distilling in North Carolina. Um, I haven't had it, but I've heard our friend Macaulay Williams has told me about these people and I trust him. And so I've heard really good things about him. So I want to try it. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to look at that. You also, I, we dropped something else in here that we have always been kind of wondering about for a while is that, can you have a bottled and bond rye? Yeah. I, I guess you can now. Mystery solved. All right. Yeah. Seven years into this, we should know this stuff, but we're, we're still just faking it. Uh, yeah, we're doing the facade. <laughs> sure. We, we got our mind in so many places. Like the last thing we're worried about is because we can never come out with a bottle and bond product whatsoever. So it's not even, not even on the radar for us. I guess we could, we just have to leave. Well, it'd have to be like, it a, wouldn't be United. Uh, yeah. It'd be an ununited bottle and bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'd have to take whatever it was, all barrels from one season and put it together. But I, I don't know. We got to, we had, that's, that's something we got to figure out. Yeah. No, thanks. Actually, I don't know if I figured it out. I don't really care. It'd be cool to have a bottle and bond, but not really. No one cared about it for <laughs> 80 years. Yeah, exactly. Well, good thing you got Bernie to bring it back. That's right. You got people talking about it all the time now, but it is going to feel weird though. It's like a lot of the bottom of bonds and maybe it's like a, a heaven hill thing. Like they did it and it seemed like they're race to the bottom. Like all the bottom and bond products are not, not a lot of them are like very premium, I guess you could say. Like a lot of them are in your third, you know, fifteen to thirty dollar uh, range. Old Fitz is in Old Fitz, hundred proof pollen bond. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. The the decanters, right? Yep. Yeah, that's the only one though that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking. Yeah, that's the only one. Everything else, yeah, is like the JW Dant or um, what's the other one? J something there's God, a lot of them there's there's a lot of dead I have guys to, I have to start looking at my my wall over here too I'm jds like, brown sorry that's what i was yeah there you go it's like there's a lot Which, of dead guys on bottles that are bottled and bond you know it's funny about jts brown you know we keep hearing all the time you know talking to folks at justin's house at bourbon like that's a really big selling bottle in kentucky i had no idea because it's only sold the, in kentucky yeah there you go it's a kentucky only release so i guess that's one way to kind of get the the tourism's on your side but it's still a plastic screw top bottle which is interesting yeah same for like old barstown which is really good 100 proof bottled and bond old barstown that's only still in kentucky but sells great here and that's also what 30 bucks as well maybe less than oh that. not even that i think it's yeah mid-20s can't compete there nope can't do it nope uh well speaking of like competing maybe we can find a a good partner to to lean on and and make some some co-branding here because Jack Daniels they announced a limited edition Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey 
to commemorate its partnership with McLaren Racing. So available in select Formula One race markets across the globe, the limited edition Tennessee whiskey features a custom label and packaging that honors the pioneering founders behind Jack Daniels and McLaren Racing, Mr. Jack Daniel himself and Bruce McLaren. The McLaren Racing Limited Edition is a Jack Daniels Classic Tennessee whiskey of 80% corn, 8% rye, 12% malted barley, bottled at 80 proof, and beginning in May, it will be available in 700 ml bottles in select F1 race cities and in the U.S. and internationally. Hmm. I know uh, you're probably not a big F1 fan or McLaren fan, but you know I me. Mean? I like my cars, so when I saw a McLaren, I was kind of like, you know, like, do you get into I, like that Netflix series? The no, I didn't. I didn't do that. I didn't watch that. But I'm like I said, I'm I'm a big fan of sports cars and stuff like that. So when I saw McLaren, I kind of was like, ooh. This is That's an odd cool. one for me. It's like, it's like when Jack Daniels did a like partner with shit with Zed, and I'm like, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Well, and I then, mean, that's kind of cool. Actually, that's kind of cool too. <laughs> well, no, it is, but it's like to me, if Jack Daniels screams more like Dodge Ram, <laughs> like yeah, but sure. uh, not uh, not McLaren. But what do I know? Yeah, that, I mean, it would be the same thing as if they were parting with Porsche or Maserati or something like that. And the other thing that's, it's a cool idea, cool partnership behind it. They're, you know, I honestly, I would probably think that Jack Daniels is a much bigger brand than McLaren, but I I also looked at this and there's nothing special about the whiskey. It's still the same 80 proof whiskey, just in a different packaging. It's essentially your maker's Mark Keeneland bottles. What's the price on it? Did not say. Did not say. Gotcha. Well, well, this is probably just another attempt, you know, for American whiskey bourbon to penetrate that european market because f1's huge over there i'm actually looking forward to the f1 racing that'll be happening in vegas i won't be watching they shut (laughs) shut down the city it's gonna be it's gonna be rad just just you wait just keep waiting the name rad just makes me skeptical so ooh. now have you ever seen the movie have you seen the movie rad though you've never seen the movie rad can't say it dude i mean it is the epitome of 80s and bmx racing Crew Jones, Hell Track. Really? I do oh, like man. BMX racing. Oh, dude. It, you'll watch it and you'll go, this is a pretty sweet 80s movie. Interesting. So anybody that's looking for a really good, feel good 80s movie, go watch Rad. All right, let's go ahead and keep going while we, I don't go into all my, my deep memories of sweet 80s nostalgia here. So Luxro Master Distiller and Master Blender, John Rimpy, he renews his annual pact with bourbon drinkers with the release of Blood Oath Pact 9, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey finished in Oloroso Sherry Casks. As with all of Rempe's packs, Blood Oath Pact 9 is offered at 98.6 proof, and this combines some of the finest extra-aged bourbons he could find, including a 16-year ride bourbon and a 12-year ride bourbon, as well as a 7-year ride bourbon finished in Oloroso Sherry Casks from the Sherry Triangle region of southwest Spain. These casks impart a unique woody and ripe fruit aromas flavors to make Blood Oath Pack 9 a memorable pour. Each Blood Oath Pack has featured a different colored label, and this year, it's a label as deep crimson in color. And like its predecessors, each bottle comes in a commemorative fire-branded wooden display box. There's a limited supply of 17,000 three-pack cases that'll arrive at retail this April with a suggested retail price of $130 per bottle. I always get him and John Rea confused with the... You know Kentucky out, but uh, these very close last. Time. I know people like like true whiskey fans kind of like poo poo or kind of snuff their nose at these, but they're really good. 
These blood oaths, I mean, if you just had them in blind competition, I think they do really well because they're they're pretty good. Yeah, we've been sent small samples and reviewed them. Always been very highly impressed with with what he's been able to put out. Yeah, because it's not just like a, it's not. And that's what I just mentioned. It's not all finished in Oloroso, from what I can find. They basically take, but uh, maybe it is. It said sixteen year rye bourbon. A 12-year rye bourbon, as well as a seven-year rye bourbon. Well, yeah, it is. All finished in Olorosa sherry. I thought he was basically taking like the seven-year finish in Olorosa sherry and blending it with 16 and 12-year. But I guess it was all finished in Olorosa sherry. Which is not a bad thing. We like we like finishing things in sherry. Yeah. It's still good. And we'll, we'll find out. I know there's another little tiny sample on its way. So stick around for another whiskey quickie in the future. Can't wait. Yep. And here's our last news story. And that's Barrel Craft Spirits will add rye to its already expansive private release offerings as it continues to lead the industry in micro-blending unique expressions for whiskey enthusiasts. For this special series, BCS selected rye whiskeys from India, India, Indiana. <laughs> wow, I read that one wrong. That Paul John, or what is that, India brand? <laughs> it's just Johnny Walker. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's uh, from Indiana and Canada and then blended them into unique recipes with variations on a theme. So beginning this month, it has 10 initial selections, and each release will feature a blend of rye whiskeys designed for its unique finishing cask. So here is what it's going to include. So um, instead of saying rye whiskey finished in, blah, 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 I'm just going to say what it's finished in. So you've got Armagnac cask, so Armagnac cask, bourbon whiskey, Exo Cognac, Oloroso sherry, Madeira, Ruby Port, Barbados rum, Salterns, Tokai, and Pedro Zimenez sherry. Each offering in the private release series is limited as, or sorry, it's produced in a limited release, has a distinct flavor profile and contains between 150 to 180 bottles and has an SRP of $110. So you got rye whiskey from, or did you say light whiskey from Indiana? No, no, no. It's rye whiskey from not India, but Indiana and Canada. Okay. Gotcha. So they take, they take lots from both of those. And they create different blends for each. And then they have, as I just mentioned, like the the 10, different cask, the 10 or 12 different cask finishes, and you can choose from those. And there's only a hundred some bottles? But for each micro blend. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. You, you, I, know, you know what they do. I, I, it's I basically taking micro blends and making it what would be almost typically a a single barrel. I product. see. I see. Okay. I'm falling. I was I was responding to comments in the chat and I got distracted. I'm sorry. It's at some point we're going to quit going live so I can keep you on point here. I know it's I'm it, distracted. My Johnny Red meds Hall. wear off. Well, well, they, they're gone, done by now. It's this <laughs> late in the night. It's hard you were to already messing with too many experiments earlier. You kept sending me pictures and you're like, "What about this and this and this?" And I was like, "I don't know. Does it taste good?" I know. I'm, uh, Kenny just can't stand me because I'm always trying to change shit <laughs> or no, add new okay. stuff. Let's let's keep doing it. We'll just we just got to figure out our story. Not a story. It's, it's like we got to figure out the the packaging flow and like how do we figure out our families? Everybody else has figured this out. We we didn't really. And now we're getting into like a behind the suit topic. Is like we didn't we think started things this, through. <laughs> yeah, it was like we didn't really we didn't really think things through. It's like yeah, we had an idea and we ran with it, but we didn't think of like what's this going to look like three or four years down the road. And so now we're kind of have to backpedal a little bit, but that's the, that's the fun when it's just, you get to pivot and be small and make mistakes. Yeah. At least we can change quickly. instead of just like waiting for like 10 boards to approve it. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to let me approve it. 
yeah because i'm the one that's like ah guys i gotta go talk to our distributors i gotta go make all the marketing material i gotta make social posts i gotta do this i know i'm like and you're like well i'm sorry i just made a good blend kenny sorry i made something taste good just do something with it (laughs) jesus sorry sorry i made something taste good jeez yeah hate me for that huh that's right (laughs) but that's gonna do it for this week in bourbon unless you got any other good jokes to close it out with yeah, I don't, but uh, happy pre-Derby week. It's uh, going to be awesome. I love Derby week. It's like the one week where everything's, you know, as the song says, my, the sun shines bright on my old Kentucky home. And I don't know why. I always get emotional when they play that and when the horses are rolling out there. But, uh, yeah. I still don't know all the words to it. Do you? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you mouth it a little bit, you know, like a five words here and you're like eh, mm-hmm, even on my old Kentucky. that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even as a kid we take field trips to the steam because we're there in Bardstown, and i don't remember i zoned out every time <laughs> i was like yeah. mm, smell the mash out there but mm-hmm. anywho uh, nope, and then i got no good course, jokes uh people i've actually emailed me because i had talked about it on i think another weekend this weekend burn me two weeks ago we we're talking about my mint julep recipe so instead Ooh, yeah. of me waiting for me you can google it so just google bourbon pursuit mint julep and if you google as well and you put in patreon uh it's in a public patreon post that anybody can go and access so just google bourbon pursuit mint julep patreon and it'll be the first google result for you and you'll get kenny's big batch mint julep recipe Figure you just made a Zapier integration with it or something. It should. <laughs> just every time I say it, like automatically just like puts out a social post. That's right. Here's the Benjula <laughs> recipe. There we go. Ding. <laughs> all right. That'll do it, everybody. Uh, thank you again for tuning in, and we'll see you all next week. Toodles. <laughs>